1: Ladies and gentlemen from the Microsoft Theater
2: here yeah. in downtown Los Angeles. Hey, yo, I see you, man. Brought to you by Sean Porter Promotions. Hey, yo, Sean Porter, whole time. we coming out there live from Los Angeles. Hey, yeah. yo, so put your headphones on, man.
1: Of the put your headphones on, man.
2: There it is. I'll be the one with the rollie on. Tom Ford with it. Pray the love for the team
3: because. Hey. Real quick, everybody, welcome to the Porterway podcast. That's probably the most professional we're gonna be for a minute. Cause uh today we experienced the Browns,
1: baby. Yeah. The
4: Porter Way.
3: They did
1: it.
4: The Porter Way.
1: Would you agree? I don't know if it was specifically the Porter Way, but Porter they did Way. they did the damn thing, I know that for
2: sure. <laughs> this is an example of two losers. Act like you've been there before. Listen, all we right. Haven't been, That's haven't what I'm saying. Been losers. Been Thank you, losers. It's cool, it's cool. Losers.
3: I've been there before. Not with been. the Browns, but I've been there before. However, you won World Championships. Yeah, congrats you on your act-
1: 12 year anniversary of your yeah, debut. By buddy, the way. appreciate you. You a real friend. Got you, man.
3: know what you doing? Hey, whatever. you know right? who you be? out? Be? you know who you beat?
1: <laughs> Norman Johnson It was, it was I thought it Something Patterson I thought No 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 Maybe Norman not. Johnson Could be. Yeah. He, almost <laughs> he almost stopped
3: <laughs> you He almost stopped
1: you Sean got lucky First round knockout Yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
3: Uh, What 59 seconds Where was that uh, Salisbury Maryland You got it Shout out to everybody Out there in Salisbury No doubt I gotta make sure They own this podcast Is that the home Of Salisbury steak No Okay Mm-mm. Hey but listen mm-hmm. uh, I said my, my boy was here Your cousin we're not gonna say no names, but I looked at him, I was like, yo, True. we got 41 points. Yeah. I've never seen the Browns score 41 points. Yeah. And the way they did it was it was special, man. It was it was electrifying. And I looked at him, I said, yo, if they score 50 points, I'm wearing I'm going all white today. Yeah. I'm going crazy and I'm going all white. And uh they came up short, 49. Yeah, you know, so I bust out the cream.
1: You look like a, a dealer at a casino.
2: That's okay. Yeah. Not bad.
1: They were dealing it looks like a
2: choir. He looked like a choir boy. Yeah. Dealers make money, don't they? Kirk Franklin will wear that. Hey, some people never had regular jobs, don't they? This is true. <laughs> well,
1: I also heard a joke that they said the Browns, thankfully that game wasn't in Cleveland because they don't think the home side can, has the ability to go up to 49, um, which was hurtful. It was hurtful. That hurt. Yeah. It was <laughs> that hurt me right now. i yeah. I saw it and I was like, damn, we won, but that,
3: that stings a little bit. Hey, but I stand corrected, I think. Last week I said I don't think the Browns could stand up in a in a fire in a shootout. Yeah, well, sir, today was a shootout. Today it, it started out as a shootout. Then you know it, we had control, and then you know kind of near the end. Yeah, I come outside. This dude talking about you sweating,
2: ain't you? I'm like, I'm cool. Nah, they, they was, no, they they were they went up from up thirty. Up five three. I was like, "What the? This is it's, Browns for you with with the Browns. This is the Browns for as you." As
1: confident as we are, and as proud of our team as we are, I was definitely I wasn't gonna shoot off any texts or yeah. shoot off any tweets until until that final whistle blew, or until uh, Denzel out to the warden, got that final pick. Coming on the day, I knew I was gonna I was gonna have to say
3: something yeah. about the Browns, and I was kind of reluctant because I'm like, people are gonna start to feel like all I talk about is the Browns. Yeah. And all I'm Except about last week when you eh, downplay
1: us,
2: <laughs> and
3: all I'm are gonna about kill is kill you clean, guys man. when
2: you guys are three and thirteen. But here's the thing, it and could that, happen, man. It could happen. That well, weird. y'all y'all accepting of it. But that's
1: what <laughs> happened when. So when the Browns was it last? Yeah, it was last year where we have these expectations. We start yeah. off bad. Everyone's like, yeah. oh Browns. I'm like. Dude, I'm I'm t- at that point 28. <laughs> this is all I've known. Mm-hmm. I, I've never mm-hmm. known us to be good. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, oh man, the Browns are good. That's crazy. And How I do I
3: adjust? Also, was kind of leaning back today. I'll get back to what I was just saying. But I was leaning back, thinking to myself, this is the Browns that everybody expected last year. Very true. So it's, now it's kind of like when are the Browns gonna go back to last year? Yeah. But the never. good part about it is when you talk about the Browns rebuilding new head coach and Stefansky everyone loves Stefanski's. Offensive game and planning and his scheming, yeah. and everyone is starting to buy into. Okay, Stavansky is the one that's really you know getting his team to really roll Hell's the yeah. way we wanted them to roll last year, and um, you can't stand it. Yeah, that's wild. Man. Just he, have
2: he, the he, he, have he, that energy in December. That's all I want. Have the same energy. Yes. December? My energy
3: ever changed? Hey. As long as you know me, when has my energy changed about the Browns?
2: Yeah, y'all always been accepted to be a loser. No, no, no. And it ain't about accepting
3: being losers. It. It's about every week being ready, man, being ready to go to war.
1: And being ready to <laughs> celebrate when we that's get right. early season victories. That's right. Oh, man. And we have, I believe, the fourth or fifth easiest schedule in the NFL the rest of the way. That's so luck. Deontay
2: that's Wilder fired his manager, <laughs> trainer, and uh, that's crazy. Floyd Mayweather is his new trainer. That's not gonna happen. Uh, I just, I just That's not have to not kill that guy. Too so, many, i thought Floyd did say many, he was gonna help him. Too right?
3: many egos in one room, man. Yeah. Too many egos in I one know. room.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah, And yeah. I and, and being honest with you, because I, I saw that um Mayweather said that he could make Deontay Wilder a champion. I don't I don't no disrespect, but you're dealing with a heavyweight fighter that has yeah. been the same type of fighter as long as he's been fighting yeah. and really only knows. One thing, which is laying the right hand. He doesn't know how to set up the right hand, and he doesn't know how to do anything other than knock knock out.
2: I think right after that fight, we had this conversation like, should he get a new trainer? And we just all felt like he is who he is.
1: And a lot of it, like like Sean mentioned with Floyd, is they always say the best at any sport, whether it's boxing, football, basketball, anything, they have a tough time teaching somebody Mm -hmm. because everything is natural to them. And Mm -hmm. he kind of mentioned that in that interview like, you can tell somebody, oh, just do this, this, and this. Yeah. And to you, it just sounds like ABC. And to them, it's like, yeah. You're like, wait a second, I'm not following that at all. Yeah. So. I, and I'm with that too. I yeah. think that I
3: will go back to what I said to start. I think it's too many egos in one room. I think I don't know if Mayweather knows how to run a camp. Yeah. He I, Obviously, he runs his camp. Sure. But how does he know how to run a camp as a trainer? Know what to do, when to do it. Outside of that. Are those gonna be are those gonna be things that Deontay Wilder is willing to go accept, with and accept? For sure. And I think there's a long way from the lip to the cup in yeah. that instance right there. Uh, the fact that he got rid of um uh Mark Breeland, Yeah. When it happened the first time when when we were all hearing that he had uh fired Mark Breeland, let him go, whatever the case may be, I was really against it because I felt like at that point in time and Mark Breland in your corner. You don't have anyone else like Mark Breland. Mark Breland's been in there. He's felt it. He's seen it. And he knew exactly what he was looking at on the outside of the ring when he threw in the towel. Yeah. In a lot of ways, we for the sake of words, we say he saved your life. He yeah. saved your career. It may sound extreme to some people, but, but it, I really do, yeah, and personally, in that yeah, case, sure. in, in that situation, feel like he did save it his life took
2: and his a career. Lot more damage because it took a lot more damage. And I think everybody else in his corner was willing to let him take that damage.
1: It, my hope is that because we don't have Deontay hasn't said directly, nobody said directly, we let him go because he threw in the towel. Right. My hope is that it was just there was some issue with strategy or his responsibility, something like that. I hope it wasn't like. Hey man, you threw in the towel when I was clearly losing and taking punishment. <laughs> You're out of here, yeah. Um,
3: and, and I read from Shelly Finkel, uh, yeah.
1: Deontay Wilder's manager,
3: that it we don't know how long it's been that this, I guess, decision yeah. was cumulating, was forming, was was talked about, and he represented. Mark Breland, which is pretty cool, right? Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, um, yeah,
1: yeah. My hope is that he, because I don't think I don't want to speak for either of you, but again, I, I got to cut all you agree off about right the there. Towel Thrown in though,
3: I got to cut you off right there because you have and Mark Breland being managed by uh, Shelly Finkel yeah. through the uh, through his career. Mm-hmm. Now, when you get the job to work with Deontay Wilder, is it because of a connection, or is it because Deontay really felt like you would be an asset to his team? Is it because could be both? You know, yeah. is it because? Well, I have to wonder.
1: I
2: think he was suggested.
1: Yeah. I, yeah. I, I wonder if it's one of those situations where because of that connection, that gets the name mm-hmm. in front of you. Mm-hmm. So you can say, Oh, I I know I know Ant. Mm-hmm. Maybe he could work for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. And then you look at his resume. Oh, okay, he was a heavyweight. He kind of knows how how this goes. So Bring my board. yeah. It it could be it could be both.
3: And and Mark Breland wasn't there at the beginning. So Correct. when Mark Breland comes on all of the talks are Mark Breland's is going to show him how to use his jab. Mark Breland's is going to show him how to set up his power, which I think, I mean, obviously I said it earlier, but I think that's kind of the only thing you talk about when it, when it pertains to Deontay Wilder yeah. is what is it outside of the right hand. But I don't think that the things Mark Breland showed Deontay Wilder had an everlasting effect on him enough to eat through the okay you're knocking guys out but what if you don't get the knockout yeah you know and you've seen me time and time again and you've seen me too but i think you a little bit more understand what i go through in camp because you've been there like really been there and and you've seen and heard my dad all he talks about is (laughs) okay well what if that's not working Mm -hmm. what are you going to do then and i think that that's something that's kind of embedded in me and when we We'll go back to the coaches. Yeah, that's something that I'm always looking for in a coach, and we'll just speak on them really quickly. Um, Charlo's coach, um, uh, Derek uh, James. Derek James. My whole thing was okay. When the power right hand isn't working, what are you gonna do? And uh, much respect to derrick james after doing some homework because i see a lot more in derrick james again having not worked with derrick james that's kind of where my first initial i don't know if he's you know the next guy but uh after going back and doing my homework i'm like okay this dude is asset to any fighter not just the fighters that are champions and not just because they are doing it themselves and he's just right there uh, holding on He's yeah. not holding on And in fact There are times Where he's actually
1: Pushing the cart which He's not is, which just is. a He's not just a neutral Or a negative He is a big positive and, Yeah
2: And I felt like With uh, with Wilder I thought he showed me Something in the Stavern fight I'm like okay He can box mm-hmm. But then When it came down To everything Between the Tyson And Stavern, It was just Knockout power. Did you go, to oh, go clean.
1: to go back to what I said? I don't think either of you had an issue with the towel being thrown at that time. Oh no, no, oh, I didn't no. either. I, no. I don't think I thought it should stop it earlier. I think the only people that did are a maybe not that in tune with boxing mm-hmm. or maybe a little naive in what they thought Deontay was somehow gonna mm-hmm. do. You know, just mm-hmm. come back from you know just getting people dismantled. just
2: really committed yeah. when they love Deontay so much, they really feel like all he, all he needed was one. And we all, and all we, he needed was one. And I think we all love Deontay. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Love yeah,
1: Deontay yeah. yeah. Absolutely. 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 And so I think, and I think in boxing in general, without going deep into that, it's, it's difficult for people to separate having an opinion and a personal opinion. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I can think one thing yeah. and then not have an issue with them as a person. Mm-hmm. Like we've criticized you about your kelbrook performance. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't mean I dislike you. Right. Just being, just being
2: fair and honest. Yeah. Right ain't gonna say nothing. Listen, today, y'all,
3: we got a great guest uh, coming on with us today. Executive at Showtime, over the boxing over there, Stephen Espinosa is going to come on today, give us a few minutes of his time. We're just going to chop it up with him a minute and uh, see what he's got for us. Welcoming to the Portaway podcast is a dear friend of mine. Uh I've been seeing this guy for a very long time. Much respect to you, Mr. Espinosa. I know that you have a lot of respect for me as well, which is why you're right here with us on the Portaway Podcast. Thank you for coming on.
5: Oh, I, I uh, it, you know, happy to return the favor. You know, been knowing yeah. you and your dad for uh, for for quite a while. And uh, it's been great to see your career progress.
3: You, you know, know what, a- when we, uh, when we s- First, really started attending the fights as fans. We were always sitting around you, and I just exactly. remember always uh, having fun during the fights and in between the fights, talking about fights, future fights, all that kind of stuff. So, to be able to give you a call and ask you to come on this show was was really an honor for me, and then for you to to accept the the um, the invitation was I was very late and excited, as you could tell. <laughs>
5: Well, you know, and, and, and today, today, I know was a big day in the Porter household. Yeah. Uh, oh, as, yeah. As yeah. Yeah. I, I said that we're recording this on Sunday night. It's a big day for the Browns. <laughs> we over the Cowboys. Yeah. So, uh, so you got, you got a lot to celebrate today. We
2: were
3: debating if you were a cow, Cowboys fan or you. Uh, uh,
5: I am. I you, am. Yeah. I am a Cowboys fan. It, it was pain, painful, you know, um, on a group test, text with some of the guys from inside the NFL and Showtime. Michael Irvin is is one of them and uh they were just killing me and Michael through they, the whole game. They, it was a long and painful afternoon.
3: Are they being nice about the Browns? They're saying good <laughs> things about hey, the Browns.
5: Hey, they're they're for real after four yeah. games. It's
3: not yeah. a fluke. Yeah. Listen, so I mean, let's get right into it. Boxing is back, it's back on showtime. How you feeling about the way the show has been going so far?
5: You know, it's um Look, I've always said it's going to be a a little bit of a building process. You know, there are two theories. A lot of people were like, you know, sports is gone and, uh, you know, there's this big pent up demand. And as soon as you put it back on it, you know, people are going to flood back. Mm -hmm. I've never believed that, Mm -hmm. you know, it's sort of like, um, you know, being in in a relationship for a little bit. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a relationship breaks up the first couple of weeks, you're like, oh, you know. How am I ever going to survive? This is yeah. terrible. Life's mm-hmm. terrible. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you realize, "Ha, hey, you know what? I I can live okay. I'm doing okay mm-hmm. without that relationship." <laughs> and, and that's how I think people have gotten with sports. Is yeah. you you sort of adjust? You're like, you know what? I got all this extra time on my hands. I used to be watching sports. Now we have to start doing those things to bring them back, right? You know, and and we're starting to see some of the big fights. And that's what makes me excited because that's what's really going to bring the casual fans back and get us back to where we were.
1: Right. I, I agree. And what you mentioned with making sure it's a quality product rather than just, hey, here's boxing. It's on TV again. How often do you get fights, whether it's now in 2020 or in the past, where you see the matchup and as the as the boss of bosses at Showtime where you're like, yeah, I don't think that matchups for us. That's
5: cool. <laughs> I it uh it definitely happens. There there are fights that 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 I pass on. Um, but you know, you know, thing about it, you know, and and you know, there there are a number of guys, you know, Sean, you've been a guy that we've featured a lot. Um, you know, and, and you've had a, a murderer's row of of fights. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, you've been top guy after top guy. Yeah. But you know, along the way, um, whether it's a guy like Deonte or a guy like Tank, you know if you've got a relationship with a fighter, the relationship has to be a two-way street Mm -hmm. for us. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I can't go to you and say, you know what? I only want to support you when you're fighting the top fights. Mm -hmm. You know, it's sort of like, I understand. Mm -hmm. Not every fight's going to be killer. You're going to build and there's give and take, you know, both ways. Yeah. Um, What's difficult for me, uh, you know, in the sport is, you know, knowing that what everybody else does also impacts us. Mm -hmm. So if someone sees a crappy fight with, you know, over here comes back earlier than we do, Mm -hmm. you know, and there were some early fights in the summer that weren't great. And Mm -hmm. and that reflected bad on all of us, unfortunately.
2: Yeah, Yeah, I agree with that. So this, I mean, you've been the head guy as Showtime Sports Boxing for about going on, I think nine years now, right? That's correct. All right. Uh, Has this been the most challenging year ever? The pandemic, everything? It it, it, it is because
5: none of us, and I'm not saying I'm an expert now, but none of us were experts in this coming into it, Mm
4: -hmm. you know,
5: and whether it's on the fighter side a promoter manager network, no one knew how to set up a safe gym or a safe TV production. Mm -hmm. Um, We all learned real quick you know, a lot of things at, at, at light speed. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, that's, you know, to be sitting in meeting after meeting and, you know, listening to experts talk about what is the incubation period and when should you test and then have to retest mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, how you have to do food service. Yeah. Um, it's just a whole, we used to think events were complicated before.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: Mm-hmm. I mean, now they're, you know, triple complicated. And I know, you know, fight week is completely different now.
3: It's, you know, it's funny It's funny listening to you say that because I feel like showtime now is in the position that the fighter is in. And what I mean by that is a fighter literally has to take it one fight at a time. We look, overlook one thing. Yeah. When we lose, we go back down. You know what I mean? And I think the same thing kind of goes for showtime. Now you, you miss a step or one little hiccup And it's like you cost the whole show, not just this show, but every future show. You guys are looking at the future more than
5: that. It's a little bit of a house of cards, um, you know, and not just reputation, but, you know, with the people who work with us, you know, and them feeling safe. I mean, you're a big NFL fan. Uh, You know, you see what happened. the, The Titans you know got a game postponed this week Titans mm-hmm. and the Steelers mm-hmm. you know that started with one guy probably doing something they was not supposed to mm-hmm. and next thing you know you got you know 15 16 guys within the organization who have tested positive and now there are repercussions on on the Steelers you know and again Cam Newton somehow gets infected and then mm-hmm. you know that has repercussions uh, you know beyond that you know with the Patriots and their game you know, it's it's sort of all it takes is someone not being careful. And you know, you talk about a bad apple. It's it's one bad apple. It's that bad apples don't infect other apples. Yeah. You know, Boy, it's no. sort of like somebody makes a mistake and you don't catch it in your process, then you might have. I mean, look, we are seeing it in the White House right now.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You
5: know, something yeah. happened. People were not careful. All of a sudden, you got twenty five positives. Now everybody's wearing a mask. Yeah, yeah.
3: So uh, again, as a fighter, I always say it's hard to be 100%. But as long as you're trying hard to be 100%, you may come up a little short, 99%, 98%. But you're so much further headed than that than that guy that wasn't even trying to be 100% to start off. Right now, what would you say the protocol, the things that you guys have set up for the fighters, would you say you're you're close to 100%? You, you're still striving, making changes Uh, at this point now, or you, you feel pretty good about where you're at. I, I
5: I feel good until, you know, but I, I, until Until we see what's happening now in in the NFL. And exactly. You're too confident. Now you start thinking, you know, where's, where's the hole in the process, Mm -hmm. you know, because Mm -hmm. you, you, sometimes you don't know uh, until too, it's too late, Mm -hmm. but I'll tell you what, um, doing an event is similar, you know, to preparing for a fight. Um, you know, the battle is in the weeks before. Yeah. By the time you get to fight week and fight night, yeah. You, you know, there's only so much you could do at that point.
3: Everybody's fighting nowadays, huh?
5: <laughs> right. Yeah. Wow. So it's so it's sort of like you know, if if we haven't tested people, you know, fighters especially during camp, you know six weeks out, five weeks out, four weeks out, three weeks out, Mm -hmm. you know, there's not a whole lot of, what's the point in catching someone a positive, you know, fight week. That's the worst possible time for everybody. Mm -hmm. Then you've trained for 10 weeks, 12 weeks. Mm -hmm. You know, if there's going to be a positive in a fighter, I want to catch that six weeks out. Absolutely. So Mm -hmm. you don't waste a lot of time training. We don't have to have a last minute opponent. So again, it's all about preparation you know, and everyone thinks about fight week. It, it, it's not really about fight week. It's about the six, eight weeks before that right. and what you're doing
1: then. And, of course. And going back a couple weeks, we had the Charlo doubleheader. That was, it was an event. It was a long, long night of boxing <laughs> going away from that because it was a unique event. How do you feel? What were your takeaways? What did you like about it? What are some things you think maybe you tweak on that format if there's another event like that? I would say,
5: look, um, and I'll be completely honest uh, because I know someone will call me if I'm not. Uh, will call me on. <laughs> um, I, you know, the second half got a little bit long, um, and, and that's what happens. Anytime you have, you know, two back-to-pack twelve rounders that that aren't that are sort of a little bit monotonous. Mm-hmm. You know, it's you yeah, know, it's. Really- if I had to do it over again, I'd probably take a slightly shorter break. Um, in between, you know, we took an intermission between the two cards. Um, and that's simply because as you guys, you you know, you know, saw, I had the conversation on Twitter about it, you know, we start, uh, we have a a bunch of people, not just the announcers, but a bunch of people starting, starting work at 5 PM. The show ended, uh, ultimately after a 1 PM. If I didn't take a break in there, let those guys go to the bathroom you know, get a drink of water because that's, that's the thing. When you've got cameramen and on-camera guys and you, you can't, they don't get bathroom breaks unless we're off the air. So we, we let everybody get a sandwich, go to the bathroom, you know, doing it over again. um, Half hour was a little bit long. I know all of the, the people in the production appreciated it, but I, you know, maybe it'd be 15 minutes, 20 minutes, you know, run, get a candy bar, go to the bathroom, come back.
2: When I go. when I was doing my research on you, mm-hmm. uh, this is not a boxing question, but it it kind of stood out to me. UCLA or Stanford? I need an answer.
5: I, you know, <laughs> it's funny. You, you know, you you always ninety nine percent degree time, from both. Yeah, ninety nine percent of the time you you stick with with your undergrad with your college. You know, so
2: nice.
5: I, I got to go Stanford.
2: Nice. Okay. Uh, nice. Okay.
5: I, I, I got to go to Stanford. Neither, neither one of them have a lot to <laughs> think about athletically lately. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm going to I'm gonna stay true.
3: Nice. Listen, yes. Mr. that we got a little bit more No,
5: Steve Steven, Sean, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we don't have to get all formal yes, on, sir, on the yes, sir.
3: Listen, I want to fast forward real quick uh, before we let you go. Uh, we just moved this fight out. We. You just moved the fight. Your showtime. he's showtime.
1: It's all the same. <laughs> yeah, that's right.
3: Same company. Leo Santa Cruz and Javante Davis will now be fighting October 31st, I believe, down in San Antonio. Um, you guys feel comfortable enough to go down there and make it happen? You're going to have some fans out there. What are you looking forward to?
5: Well, look, um, you're going back to the Charlo event, the only thing that I... I I felt like I missed was that energy. Mm -hmm. I mean, you fought without a crowd, Mm -hmm. you know, you know what it's like. Mm -hmm. Um, And just out of curiosity, I'm I'm sure everyone's asking like, you you have any awareness of that in the fight? I know you guys are all so focused, dialed in.
3: You know what? And then I'm going to bounce that same question to you and and then we'll Uh, move on to uh, Leo and Gervonta. But for me, we, we have, we, and you know, myself and my team, we, we do everything. We're, We're programmed. So Mm -hmm. the night of the fight, we're programmed, we're we're to the ring, programmed, going in the middle, touch gloves. I mean, everything was just by the Mm -hmm. books for me. Nothing felt different. There were only a handful of moments during the fight where I had that thought, damn, people would be on their feet right now for me. Ah, oh, I like just it, there were quick moments where I would rip something off and I felt I was really missing that oh and that I ah because that right. at the end of the day that's a big reason why I do what I do big yep. reason I mean it's kind of like second to the money and it's it's like third to to helping my family I mean like the the crowd is kind of what I live for and within mm-hmm. the sport you know so I really did miss it and I did want to ask you that do you think that had an effect on the fighters the night of, of the big trouble. Um,
5: look, I, um, you know, f- for me, and, and I've been fortunate enough to to be able to go to a lot of uh, sport events through my work. You know, whether it's a Super Bowl or you know a Final Four or anything, there is nothing like the atmosphere in a fight. Yes, yes. like it just I don't care if it's kickoff for the Super Bowl, if it's the NBA Finals there there's no energy. And so our job and TV and, and, you know, we say this all the time is to be able to hopefully take that energy that's in arena and make you feel it through your TV,
4: mm-hmm,
5: you mm-hmm. know? And then, so when that energy is not there in the arena, yeah, it's sort of like, you know, how, how do we cr- create it? And as good, there were such good moments, you know, whether it's the Casimiro. um, you know that 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 knockdown that opened yeah, up um, you crazy. know that, yeah. or that that stoppage yeah you know the entire uh Jamal Derevchenko fight mm-hmm. was was really high level fight. Yeah. It was oh. high level stuff. Mm-hmm.
3: You were missing that 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 umph.
5: Yeah. Yeah. And, and for Jamel, I mean Jamel that was just a war. Um you know it was just they're just banging away. So yeah. I look. We're definitely concerned. We're going to spend the next five weeks,
4: mm-hmm. you know,
5: making sure everyone on the production is as safe as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, fortunately, Texas has been doing events, you know, for for a while. You know, Cowboys mm-hmm. games, Texans games, some college football. Um, you know, PBC made decision. I understand completely that the, you know, at some point, someone's got to try it. Mm-hmm. And it, it's it's on all of us to make sure it happens as as safely as possible. So um, we certainly, with an event of that scale, we we weren't uh, we weren't going to back off. You know, PB says we're go- PBC says we're going to San Antonio. Then and we're going to San Antonio. We're going to spend the next five well four weeks really. Mm-hmm. Um, Trying to make the environment as safe as we can
3: absolutely yeah i mean it's what i always said I've, I've been saying to these guys i said everyone we're all responsible for each other now you know it's no longer see you later i mean we all got to remind each other to do all the right things and just to go back just a little bit i mean these guys sit with me every time we watch a fight every time we watch a football game and i crank the volume up and the funny part about it is my boy over here he said why would you why are you turning the volume up there really is nothing to listen to but there's a feeling that you get and I'm yep. looking forward to getting that feeling back when you guys go down into San Antonio. Well,
5: I'm 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 looking forward to it a lot. I mean, you got two, you know, two, you know, accomplished fighters with a great style matchup. And I'm just glad this this is this is a great fight to to be able to bring to fans because you know the energy is going to be there in the fight.
3: I agree. We are looking forward to it. Steven, Mr. Espinoza, thank you for your
5: time. Absolutely, absolutely, Sean. Anytime, anytime. Best of luck and whatever I can do. You want to I'll uh I'll come back anytime you'll have me.
3: We'll we'll be in touch for sure. You you got
5: okay. It. Thank All
1: you. All right, guys. Thank you very much. Yep.
3: So it was nice to catch you with Espinoza. That's your time.
1: Showtime and showtime.
3: Taking the fight down to San Antonio. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
3: I'm excited. I'm for glad sure. to. I'm glad to hear that they want to get fans in the stands. I really what I took from that is it didn't seem like it was all about money. It seemed like it was about, really was about the atmosphere and actually trying to help the fighters along with the the fans that are going to be there as well as the fans that are at home.
1: I disagree a bit. Oh, you disagree? Yeah, I, think uh, I think it's mostly the money. It's
2: business at the end of the day, right Carson? It's business at the end of yeah, the day. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, listen.
1: Yeah, I'm excited about it. I am, I've been conflicted on sports, but that's, that's a story for another day. I'm concerned <laughs> with fans there. Absolutely. It's not under control. Absolutely, whatever, absolutely. From a from a grand scheme of boxing, I I'm excited for that, and I think he is. I think I think Stephen Espinoza is excited as well to get the fans there, get the yeah. environment. Like you yeah. said, yeah. nothing
2: matches it. Yeah. yeah, I'm just ready to get back to normal. I mean, we're a long ways <laughs> away, man. Yeah, yeah. I think we're all ready. I'm. I know. It, we're we're not side, ready. You can't just
1: like yeah, snap your fingers and it's done. It's just come on. Something we got to deal with. You can't
2: call Al. Al ain't got a man. Connect.
1: Listen,
3: man. We don't even say his name. Alright oh, 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 oh. Yeah calm down That's two weeks in a row Cleve Calm down Cleave, <laughs> Hey check it out though This guy over here says that LeBron ain't gonna win the MVP Of the championships
2: Which I'm cool with, I'm cool yeah, with you yeah, know. Yep. But you really feel like He gonna have a problem with that Yeah I feel like uh, AD has taken over This is And I mean It has something to do with age Well first of all It's 2-1 now yeah, yeah. I don't think that yeah. makes a difference. Hey, G- also G- Jimmy one. just
1: beat the Lakers. It's two one now. Yeah, it'll still be two one because this will come. Yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying yeah. to do the math in yeah. my yeah. head. Well, now Jimmy, it's two Jimmy. one now. <laughs> Jimmy just beat the
2: Lakers. Jimmy. I see what you're saying. And Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson. Jimmy just beat the Lakers. All right. How
3: many Jimmys you gonna hit?
2: That's how many Jimmys was on the team tonight. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I feel like AD has solidified that this is this is my time. But I, I go go ahead and go ahead. I, I, LeBron just, is allowing him to. Take over.
3: That's what I'm saying. If he's allowing him to take over, what makes but, you think that he's gonna also, be upset?
2: But the the way the way Ant's talking
1: about like letting him take over, it's not like LeBron had right. 10 points in 10 assists. The last win they hit no,
2: 33, no, 9 No, no, nine. no, 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 no. It was like when when it was LeBron and D Wade. That was D Wade, that was LeBron's team. That was LeBron was the MVP and all that. Yeah. Anthony Davis is just take he cannot be stopped. He seven-footer can do everything. He's younger, he's fresher. I think he's going to be the MVP. But
3: my, b- b- b-
2: what I don't disagree. Saying, I don't
1: disagree that he might. I'm be not saying the LeBron MVP, sucks. Like that's crazy. But I don't think that LeBron I, A would have an issue, and I don't think LeBron has just been like, "Hey, I, you're I think the LeBron." Guy. I yeah, think, yeah,
2: I don't think either though. I think yeah. LeBron wants that MVP. I'm sure he does. Everybody he's a competitor. Went, yeah. nah, he's the I GOAT. think LeBron. LeBron, he, he ain't the goat. The I GOAT. think LeBron wants that MVP. But I told Sean a long- uh, the day we lost Kobe, I will start treasuring. I will not be a hater, just be a hater. And, and people, I realize we're, we're within this greatness, right? Moment now, and moments. And I'll bleeding. accept greatness. And that was what people said on Twitter too. We talked me and you talked about this. Mm-hmm. People when Kobe
1: passed, tragically, everyone said that. They're like, you know what? Why are you <laughs> arguing? And literally yeah. like a month later, we have that Jordan doc, and everyone's like, yo, LeBron's garbage compared to Jordan. Mm-hmm. I'm like,
2: what happened to a month ago? We everything was good. It was mm-hmm. it was harmony. Yeah. Yeah, so, but, you know, I just feel like, yeah, AD, AD's man. He's a he's monster. A, he's a beast. Yeah. Oh, he's a monster. I think he's going to get it. I mean, yeah, that's just what I think.
3: But why do you think LeBron is going to have such a problem with that?
2: LeBron's the one feeding him Le, the ball. LeBron wants it all right now. He wants the MVP. He, and he's a, you want to bring my man uh, uh, Sean off? Oh, come on, Sean. Uh, Sean, come in here. Come here. Come here. Where are we going to get him at? Uh, I have no idea.
6: Uh, just get in there. Okay, okay. Right. Sean, the reason why LeBron wants the MVP yeah. is because yeah. he understands. Are you talk to to (laughs) the people because he asked he asked the question i want to answer talk to the people i'm sorry champ the reason why lebron (laughs) wants the mvp is because the is because of (laughs) he understands media narratives he understands media narratives and he understands that whether it's logical or not that he can't he probably can't be considered the greatest player of all time if he doesn't go six for six or five for five on finals MVPs, mm-hmm. not just winning them. Because in the social media era uh, era, uh, narratives have gotten so important and, and kind of dumbed down that mm-hmm. all it takes is people on social media saying, you know, he was pipping to, to, to Anthony Davis's Jordan. And he takes it. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. It's that kind mm-hmm. of low level argument that, is starting to really hold the day mm-hmm. today. Social media so. would
1: have been taxing Jordan's ass when he was getting swept in the first round, if we're being honest. Never lie. Yeah, he, he dodged that. I, I think LeBron, I think he does, like Sean said, he's competitor. I think he wants the finals championship. I think he wants the MVP, but I don't get the vibe. And he even mentioned after Kyrie's dumbass comments <laughs> that LeBron said, they were like, what helps you and Anthony Davis? How are you guys able to function so well? He said, we're not jealous of each other. We just we're both great. It is what it is. So,
6: yeah. Uh, you know, it, and again, I think LeBron, along with Kobe and Shaq, probably the best player I ever seen in my lifetime. Yeah. Um, but that mm-hmm. being throw said, throw Iverson in there. I can't
2: nah,
1: I can't. The
6: Dwayne Wade was better nah, than nah, Allen I can't. I can't.
2: Iverson. Oh,
1: D oh, oh, Wade was the <laughs> best number
6: three I ever seen. <laughs> I'm not going to allow
1: the slander of Allen <laughs> Iverson <laughs> in there. Nah, nah, he ain't up there. Uh, but, uh, uh,
6: what uh, but what I also quite, again, not hating on LeBron, but, uh, We've seen guys like Russell Westbrook average 10 rebounds a game in the NBA multiple seasons. But I don't think any of us would would take those 10 rebounds over, like Anthony Davis only averaged nine this year. But I think we both know Anthony Davis is a better rebounder than Russell Westbrook. So Mm -hmm. having said that, I question if LeBron is snatching some of these boards from Dwight Howard, JaVale McGee, and Mm -hmm. Anthony Davis, Mm -hmm. because he's leading them in rebounds every Mm -hmm. game.
4: Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
6: So I question if it's some of those swoop in Russell Westbrook rebounds, because he wants the finals MVP. Mm -hmm. He Mm -hmm. knows... If he allows Davis to to control the boards, his his chances to win MVP go down significantly. Right. So, and then and then, and, I, and I know you mentioned he had thirty three the other night, but yeah. I know a lot of that came in uh, garbage time. Yep. With the Lakers already ahead, to, but I'm glad he steals the do rebounds you from Dwight though,
1: because so, we still <laughs> owe Dwight from what was it, 2010 or whenever the the Magic beat the Cavs. Mm-hmm. We still owe him, so mm-hmm. we're taking those rebounds.
3: So at <laughs> right. this point, right. through three games, do you think AD has done enough to solidify? Winning the MVP, or do you see like I see LeBron really coming in and taking control in the next? I have no issue. Two either games, way. I and, have
1: no issue either way.
3: Yeah, yeah, I, okay.
1: Yeah, and you know, I'm.
3: I I'm, am I'm what LeBron it is. Fan. I mean, like at the end yeah. of the day, we got a championship. Yeah, you got the MVP, but we both did yeah. what we needed to do to get the championship. Yeah. Now I get that, yeah. but what I what I want to know from the expert here, I'm not with, with Sean. Sean <laughs> over here with the long hair. Do you think that? or could game. you, you see he strong. does yeah, he count. does could you see could you see lebron coming in on uh, more than just swooping rebounds but really laying it down doing what he does and stealing that mvp
6: of course you know i still think he's the best player in basketball so no one can control a game from all aspects like lebron james does um but i think it looks like he him you know the lakers orchestrating the offense inside out through ad is just mm-hmm. what's best for the team yeah, yeah. um so it, it Lebron could just do that, and 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 uh, Davis probably at this rate they're going will get the MVP. Mm-hmm. But Lebron, I mean, he probably could could take a few touches out of AD's hands for the sake of himself, and they'll still win the game because they're still such a superior team. So
2: and this this could be the the, the transition because Lebron, let's be real, got maybe two years left in it. Mm-hmm. God, praise no no big injury, yeah, but right. we get into that point, right? Uh, this why you pick the number 2 though? I, I don't got, think, he, I think I don't he's think
3: cuz cuz that issue was kind of I'm just saying like <laughs> Kobe <laughs> it
2: just I just feel like injuries going uh-huh. to You think it's going it's, it's, it's going catch him to his body. A lot. He, yes. he he's been in the league 17 years yes. but he's probably really been in the league Yeah. Oh, when they do the numbers yeah. when you add in the yeah, way off man. And stuff oh, LeBron yeah, Le, yeah. LeBron to put it down. Yeah. And uh but I feel like maybe it's time it's time for AD to start taking off and yeah. put him in the top five. And put him
3: in that position now, yeah. so that he's ready for yeah. it. That yeah. can
2: extend. That can extend
1: Brown as well if he no can doubt. just you know be yeah. the point guard, be a facilitator, bring yeah. the ball up the court, throw yeah. in the blender. To but I mean, you to still got a hoop. This is different. This goal. is a
2: running league. They're sure. not just running plays. Yeah, but, just, but you don't going. have
1: to. You don't have to be Brown that ran off like twenty four straight points against the Pistons. You can be Brown that's but, just and, and then again and we don't
2: want to see Brown do what uh, what Mike did. Went no. to the wizard. No. Like LeBron, no, but LeBron ain't gonna do that. When no. Mike, when Bron starts dropping because Bron's not the same Bron he was in Miami for sure. Like, when he, was he went in, back to Cleveland, we be seeing it sometimes though. Yeah, he know? can bring okay. it out of him. You like every, that English? Every, we like he brought. We be seeing it sometimes. It's just like <laughs> with Tom. We seen some Tom throw some, and then we seen Tom Brady takes backstep. Yeah. Okay, I was like, who's I'm, Tom? <laughs> I'm curious to see. I, I
1: know it's been LeBron's mission for a while to play with Bronny in the NBA. So I'm curious to see how much that ends up weighing on him. I don't, him don't think
2: Bron's a dog enough to make it to the NBA. Who Bronny? Yep. No, nah, Bronny can hoop. Bronny no. No Bronny can't. When you Bronny run into a when, <laughs> he said no Bronny can't. When Bronny run into a dog that mom is need everything, you don't got the same dog I got. I'm going to shut you down. I'm telling you right now. I've seen Bronny. I just got it to the end. Bronny can hoop though. I'm, I'm telling you right now. But, but how, how old is Bronny right now? The there's people. There's no. people. He's a freshman. Yeah, he's so a, he's a, let's, be a sophomore. Yeah, he's going
3: to be a sophomore. Oh, is he 15, can, 16? I
1: don't
2: know. Because I got preschool. a point.
3: My point is yeah. there were things that I went through that I went through because I didn't want to see. I didn't want to ha- answer to my dad.
1: Yeah.
3: I didn't want to hear my dad's rebuttals. I didn't want to mm-hmm. hear what my dad had to say. And I think the same thing is going to go for Bronny. There's going to be times where there's that dog is just going to pop. Yeah. And it's because I know who I am and I know what I have to do and it's that type of nature that brings the out
2: the Porter way. And I mean, I don't got a million dollars, but I'm 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 well off. <laughs> I don't think my kid gonna have the dog I got. Hey, he oh man, well off. He he said I'm well off. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. I'm well off. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I but but turn I, the I, air on in the heat. And I, yeah, I definitely don't expect my kid to put in the hard work that I got. It's just I, I, I when guess, it comes down to it, I just don't think he he got that. He can dig deep. I think I think you because maybe your
1: background, you value that more than I do. But I think I think if you're a great basketball player, a great athlete, you're a great basketball player, a great athlete. I'm not sure. It, it oh, values okay,
2: that much. and I've seen that. I had a kid; He's no one playing, well, no one tight in the nation goes to college, and now his college coach is telling his dad he doesn't have dog any man. He's been praised his whole life. Now it's the this is the next level. We don't see it. Yeah, no, nah, yeah. chill out, chill no, out, no, 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 chill good. out. We can chill out. Hey, I hey.
3: think don't do that.
2: Don't do that.
3: No, I'm not saying nothing to y'all, but
1: I put that chair together. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I
1: don't know what's going to happen. I think I think that can factor yeah. in. I think that yeah. can be an X factor, but I don't think that's a determining factor. I guess we'll see. Because soccer. There's a, Carlos Vela is a soccer player for LAFC, and he has openly said, "I don't really like soccer that much. I just it's a job."
6: Yeah. Boom. I mean, you know, Kwame Brown, and oh, no. there have been guys who oh, make no. it to the NBA that that don't really love the game. Yeah, or, yeah, they just have the
1: Anthony, talent. Anthony so. Bennett, the notorious <sighs> d- yeah. d- the notorious DNP. Yeah, UNOV. UNOV alum. No, he was terrible.
2: I, I cannot believe you guys Took no, him number, number one. one I would have told but, you Not to take him we <laughs> traded
1: him And we got Kevin Love
2: What did that do for you? A champion, that trade. champion
1: I that He shut down
4: Curry that? On
2: the final I
1: possession that trade I don't You and Drew both I don't mm, know I don't understand I that. that How did you hate that trade? I hated that trade I think
3: and Wiggins is terrible. I Sean still wants Wiggins.
2: But, saying, me, Wiggins. but listen to me. But listen
3: to I, me. I, and I still... I, I know. Well, you told me. I It's like that nostalgia like just kind of kicks in. I'm like, I'm wishing that had never happened. But I just think that um, it's ABCs to me. I think if you have three number one picks on one team, you keep three number one picks on one team. You don't do anything different. And a lot like you're saying right now that uh, LeBron James can spell himself and save himself by, by leaning on AD, I do think that a- Andrew Wiggins would have came on board oh, with the Cavs man. and been more than he is now
2: Dude, in the league. you think Wiggins in Love right now would work?
3: Uh, absolutely not. Not now. Yeah, Wiggins ain't who he was coming into the league.
2: No matter what. LeBlaid. He was an
3: athlete. He was a, Hold up. He was an athlete coming into the league. Yeah. He was a scorer coming into the league. He had youth on his side. Okay. You put that with LeBron James. You put that with uh, Kyrie. Kyrie Irving, yeah.
1: and you have something. You have you have a uh, 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 you have less floor spacing. You have a less proven commodity. You have a worse player. I don't know. I don't, I don't
3: remember who happened. our who our who our centers were at that point. I'm like, sure you do. We had Tristan, Kevin Love, Tim Fendosgoff, but we didn't have Kevin Love. We were we were trading oh.
1: Wiggins for Kevin Love. I'm talking about oh, prior well, we, to the trade. That I hated I know, the trade, but I'm saying. Whether you hated it, looking back, you have to understand that that was 100% the correct move. I Looking
3: back on it, I understand that if you put with the right people, the right things can
2: happen. I, okay. Yeah, I, I'm, I, pretty, I, I'm pretty sure LeBron can take, because it took us to the NBA championship back then. Who
1: the hell is us?
2: That's four right here. <laughs>
1: oh, right. That's I was going right. to say, LeBron, LeBron yeah. took he took some he took some yeah. some rough yeah. teams back. in Yeah, hey, he took some rough teams back in the day. So, I just Sean for me, to drop
2: something
3: for me, it made sense to keep the number one draft pick, the the young yeah. guy. But what if the number one draft pick's a bum? He wasn't going to be a bum, and he was Calum not a, a Brown bum. Was a
1: number one pick. He was but, a bum.
3: But Andrew Wiggins was not a bum. His first couple of seasons, he wasn't a bum. He was decent. He was decent, but he was on a decent team. That's what I'm saying. No, to he me. was on a bad
1: team. <laughs>
6: Okay, then he was on a bad team. It was, he was LeBron who on a bad wanted the team. trade, though I believe. Yeah, he didn't, He doubt, wasn't interested in growing and <laughs> nurturing this young yeah. wing. He's he especially
1: because Wiggins Wiggins is notoriously horrible on defense. He had doesn't have a reliable jump shot. Yeah. He was literally when you look at what the Cavs needed, he checked off none of those boxes except hey, the athleticism. I, I, I could at
2: see Wiggins working in
3: Golden State. At the end of the day, I regret telling Sean to sit back down
1: and. I regret the, the I, regret, I regret the praise of Why? Andrew Wiggins because That I <laughs> witnessed on this podcast today He's not
3: on my side the way I thought you were going to be on Oh, my oh side. he's yeah. on the side of yeah. logic like and reason the, Thick and thin like, oh, oh, you, I got him through thick and thin He ain't really there And then I was like, okay, yeah,
2: come on in You shine. know what I'm going to give y'all credit for? Y'all took DeWan Wagner Ah oh, hell! Yeah. Shout out to Darius. Why are we
3: going back, man? Why are we going back?
1: So and and, and so we Ricky Davis. Ricky, Ricky I Davis. I do remember oh that, yeah. Davis. yeah. So, so we had talent with the yeah. Browns, like where it was where you just like are used to losing. That's what before LeBron came. The Cavs that I knew was oh. Sean Kemp, Ricky Davis, <sighs> Darius Miles, Smush Parker, Big Z. Shout out to Druunasogaskis.
6: Sean Kemp made one All Star game, right? Yeah. For the Cavs. Sean, Sean Kemp.
1: Fun he fact: one. He had his highest scoring average with the Cavs. That's so, right, Sean.
3: Since we got you here, why don't you touch up on um, the fight that happened on, over the weekends? Zeta, oh man, and uh,
6: Jose Zepeda and Ivan Baranchek. Bar- 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 yeah, <laughs> what a fight, man! Hey, um, I don't know. Did you guys get a chance to see the fight? Absolutely. Or, yeah. Uh, well, I wanted to ask you uh, a yeah, question. Go ahead. It's. It seemed to me as a viewer watching that fight that a guy like the way Ivan Baranchek came at Jose Zepeda that he made him fight for his life. Mm-hmm. Other, He basically had two options, like get knocked out, knock him out, or give up.
3: It reminded you know me of uh, Castillo and, um, Corrales. and Corrales. That's what the fight reminded me of. Yeah. And it's funny because not too long ago, I was just thinking to myself, I don't think we'll ever see anything like that again, where guys are just going down. And these guys didn't like, it wasn't go down, get right up. Like these guys were yeah. kind of, you know, they were a little, on, a, little, a little bit on silly street, just a little bit yeah. through some of the knockdowns. So. For me, go, going back to your question, for me, when you, it's that dog that Ann always talking about, and it, you it sometimes don't show up. Sometimes you really don't even know how much dog you have until you go through it, you know?
6: I think that was Zepeda. He even said that after the fight. Yeah, yeah yeah, 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 yeah,
3: yeah. He's like, man, uh, I'm, I told him we did it, man, and uh, I'm glad we're both safe, you know, and this is a hard sport. To to compete in, and it really is. And he said, I think it's one of the hardest. It is the hardest because you can't take your foot off of the gas pedal, you know. And and even amongst saying that, you got to learn how to really drive that vehicle, your body, your mind, the whole nine through the through the action, through through all every single turn. And even there's there's some turns that it look like you're not gonna be able to make it through. You know what I mean? And you just got to keep turning and keep going with the flow. And uh, and find those moments and pay to find a moment.
6: Well, I mean, you know, despite losing um, for Baranchek, uh, he did something I don't see a lot of fighters do, which is he it was he he seemed to understand going into the fight or early in the fight. If I if I try to box with him, I'm gonna suffer this slow death on the outside. Mm-hmm. So he just made his mind up. I'm not losing by decision tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm either gonna I'm either gonna pull this thing off or. You know, it,
3: To me, it seemed like that was his game plan to even start with. It seemed like, like you said, I, I think they understood that Zepeda's a better boxer from the outside and that uh, you give a boxer room. You guys know, you give a boxer room to work. He's going
1: to go to work. That was that was one of those fights where you have like the, I'll make a, a music analogy. You have like rap rap, like like Lupe Fiasco, do lyrical. Yeah. And then every once in a while, you just need like, just just throw some stuff on. You need like Fetty Wap, or DMX. Like I you just don't need some some, <laughs> some just some crazy stuff. And mm-hmm. I feel like you'll have fights like that where you're like, man, that's a tactical matchup. That fight last night was just two dudes fighting, and it was it was fun to watch.
6: And maybe I'm getting older, but like, <laughs> cause I you know I'm getting older. I had a son now, and when as soon as I saw how the state Baranchek was in after the fight. Uh, it, was, it, went from, huh? yeah, it went from just, yeah, went from just oh what a fight, what a fight to like damn, what yeah. I just see. What, he, was, yeah,
1: he knows, and without even going into that, I've been ready for Sean to retire for a, <laughs> a few years now. I yeah. Just, yeah, as a friend, I'm just like I'm good. Yeah, we dude. all.
2: I'm, I, yeah, you've done enough. Like, <laughs> no, you've been, so I
1: think the same thing. Like when when I see somebody get knocked down, I'm like man, like that. For a second, like you said, I think you actually mentioned that with like Peter Quinn and, and Danny Jacobs, mm-hmm. where you're like for a second, you're like
3: oh, oh yeah, as a
1: fight as a fight fan, mm-hmm. and then you're like as a person, it was it was crazy
3: because yeah. um when Danny when Danny caught uh P- kid, kid, chocolate. kid chocolate, I'm gonna go with chocolate when he when he when he caught chocolate, I jumped in the air yeah, and remember I told you like as I was coming down, it was like everything came down with me, and it was like okay look for chocolate how is chocolate doing you know yeah. and and I think that we there's a lot of moments like that in boxing but it only happens when you're close to the athlete close to the sport and I think now maybe from being closer to me you see your or seeing probably for you is seeing other fighters that you've dealt with for so long now and just seeing things happen and things change within those fighters and it's like it's almost like you're reminded every time it happens in the ring.
6: Well, it's like even Carson said with you, you know, covering you for six, seven years. Yeah. I, I, I want to see you retire, yeah. you know, uh, before 38, 37, yeah. 36. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so and you're definitely. Getting close. And, you're getting close. Yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> and another question about that, like, obviously, I know, the I, I can see the potential with Sean, but I also worry, I, I don't want to fight forever. Yeah. But the last, like, I mean, obviously, we are getting the trilogy, Wilder, Fury, but I, I got to say, I would say Fury won the first two fights, even the first one.
6: Yeah, but I was cool the, with and, the draw. Yeah, I was cool with and the And it the, dominated
2: the second one. Okay, why don't you think we get as much like the Marquez Pacquiao? Like, I felt like Sean and Thurman should have ran it back and then run it back again. And then, obviously, we may, we may get Earl, Sean, run it back, and then maybe get a three, depends on how that goes. Why do you think box fighters don't do that as much? I mean, I got to go ahead, Sean, if you want to.
6: Well, to Pacquiao, Mark, I mean, with the exception of the third and fourth fight, um, they always put in work in between those rematches. I think Mm -hmm. even, and Sean's definitely put in work in between the Thurman Mm -hmm. fight for the Spence fight, Mm -hmm. all that. But, Mm -hmm. um, you know, even if you have a great first fight, barring a true controversial decision Mm -hmm. where a lot of people are screaming robbery— it seems like whether it's Ali and Frazier or Marquez or Pacquiao, both guys got to go back and put in work for for it to build again, Mm -hmm. to build that
1: back up. I think it's partially the business and also partially Mm -hmm. the structure Mm -hmm. of it where you have the money involved and then you have, you have mandatories and you have different promoters and you have guys, guys back in the day. I mean, Pacquiao Marquez wasn't that long ago, but guys back in the day fought more often. Mm -hmm. Now Mm -hmm. guys fight less often. Mm So, you know, if you fight somebody at 35 and then, you fight a mandatory and then you take a year off. Now you're 37 and maybe it's not there anymore. Um, yeah. So I, I guess that to an extent, but there's not a ton of fights that I think that I'm like, man, that was such a good fight. I would really love to see another fight. Yeah. Like that's that. what I was saying. Is there sure. another
2: one you can think of? Oh, uh- I just want I want Thurman Porter too. I'll take that. It I don't was, think that one goes any differently to be completely candid with you. Well if you're fighting Whoa. once a year. Yeah. Hold on, which Whoa. one?
1: <laughs> i told you I told you that. I didn't hear what they he said. He said we were talking about. I fight. mean I heard what he said. We're talking about fights we'd want to see rematch. Which one you children's. didn't think would I don't the, think Porter Thurman goes any differently.
3: I think it definitely goes differently now. I'm
2: shocked to hear you say that. Now he's always told me that. Yeah.
1: Well I, I it's him. He's
6: <laughs> it's a fight of in inches fight. though, right? It's not a fight that would drastically have to change to alter the outcome. Yeah, the, the even the
2: score showed it was right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I Sean knows
1: I prefer clean punching from the outside and that and keep. You,
2: you got the wrong
1: friend. I've told Sean before, <laughs> as a friend, yeah, I love him and I support him always. But as if as a boxing fan, his style isn't always my favorite. Oh, see, I thought I was a wrong. This guy. is brand new to yeah. me.
2: Oh, you know, oh, he's acting see, like that he's that brand new. Oh, this, is <laughs> <laughs> this is for podcast drama.
1: We are going to rethink some things. This is for podcast drama. We've had this conversation before. We oh, are going
3: really. to
1: uh, <laughs> reevaluate. We gon- we. There's gonna be a team meeting
3: after this. There's definitely gonna be a team meeting. And uh, hey, hey, the, the Browns three and one. He got cocky. Yeah, so I think that um, for me, it's the it's it's the business. The business is always going to determine what happens. I I really do feel like the business for Pacquiao and Marquez, for instance. I think. There's a rivalry there with the Filipinos and the Mexicans. And I mm-hmm. think that there's just so much money to be made there that it, it just continued to happen and happen and happen. And I don't think we'll see. Moving forward, we won't see. Nothing like that. What, what would you even call it? A quadrillion? Yeah. <laughs> you know,
6: was this, it five? This thousand? would be was it five? Six? Four. It was, oh, it was yeah, four. This yeah. would be five. Oh, Pacquiao and Marquette. If they did do it again. Oh, well, yeah. There won't. was talks of yeah, that, I'll, too. Uh, I was like, wait was a second. Talks of that. What would you call it? A Cinco. a series of fights. Yeah, you know, yeah. there we go. So he said, "Keep it simple, series of fights." <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you call. Yeah, it.
3: so I, I really don't think we'll see a series of fights anymore. We won't see guys fight.
1: I just can't really more think than of three a, times. I just anymore. can't really think of a ton that that I've been eager with. Like I've watched a fight and I was like, "Damn, I'd love to see that fight again." Yeah, I, can you think of any? I like, think in recent honestly years? the
3: well the the trilogy that we have coming for
2: sure. That's one that I'm, I'm, I'm looking not. For. I'm not. Hey, I'm not looking in into. Well, I seen, and Carson knows, before that, yeah. I'm like, Wilder, he don't stand a chance. After the first one, I got a little quiet. <laughs> you little were rooting, if, no, you, you were rooting for Wilder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and then okay. after the first one, yeah. I got a little quiet. Yeah, yeah. I said, he I, He boxed him. Yeah, I didn't see what I seen coming, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, in his Woo. last one. That was Domination. I just I
6: can't. Think I think anything. he's got more in him than that. Even if for he, sure. he'll probably come up short the third fight. But yeah. I'd oh, like I to. I thought think.
2: you was about to say Fury got more. I'm like, oh no, 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 no. He can't give it. No, 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 no. I thought you
1: said Fury got something else. <laughs> I mean, we've we've talked about Deontay, and with with Deontay, he he will never be out of a fight completely. That one most part because he has that. Like you said, the one hitter quitter, yeah. he hits you, and it's.
2: Sleepy deepy, and it's and it's nap nap time. <laughs>
3: Tyson Fury really is, I think, the only one that can do
2: what what he did. Yeah, my man think. fights like he one forty seven.
3: Check it out. So, uh, we did an interview with Tyson Fury. Yeah. After the interview, we're standing around talking. Dre, um, Ward, Andre Ward. We were we were talking. We we're like, mm, this dude talking about going right at him was. Dre's like, yo, listen, it ain't that stupid. We're like, I don't know, Dre. He, listen, it ain't that stupid. If he's going to the power, he's going to take away everything that he knows to do. Because you're not on the end of the you're, shot then? Because you're not on the end of the Dre shot. Dre
6: did it to Kovalev. Yeah. So and, he was and speaking did from- it, And he right. was speaking.
3: So great. I'm glad that you said that because when he said that-
2: And do you kind of feel what he's saying after the Earl's fight? Huh? After your Earl fight, do I you don't call- know what he said after my Earl. No, fight. I'm saying, do you kind of understand what he was going? Because you went at the power. Earl's got it less really. Than it one was
3: punch power. I think it wasn't really the same thing. Okay. But so we didn't really have Dre. I don't think we had Dre in mind when we developed the game plan. I do feel like at some point my dad did refer refer to Tra- to Dre during during training. But, but let's go back to it just for a second. So. Once Dre said, it's not that stupid, think about it. I love Dre because he'll leave you with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? He'll just leave and you with that. And he his business card of yeah, yeah. pound for pound,
1: number one. was like. But yeah. it
3: forced me to think. And after I thought about it, I'm like, okay, yeah, you're going to do something to this guy. He's never had anybody doing to him sure. before. So how will he react to that? So then I jump on board with, okay, yeah, this is what he's going to do. You know, not really knowing what he was going to do until we got in the ring. Yeah. But you didn't see that coming this is what I feel is going to happen in the rematch or what I feel should have happened in the rematch. I feel like fire should fight with fire. Just, Deontay Wilder has to go right
2: at Tyson Fury. Because he really sat back the second yeah. fight. You cannot sit back. I couldn't believe that. It's, you can't sit like, back. Like, what are you doing? Like, what are you waiting on? Yeah, you yeah, can't it, sit back. It it's something
1: where
3: But he and he's one of the few sorry, he's one of the few fighters that fights off his off his back foot and can turn that right hand yeah. and land it the way that he does, which is why he
1: felt comfortable. Like the Artist was fight. uncomfortable. The Ortiz. Ortiz yeah.
2: is beating him. Yeah. Until boom, yeah,
1: lights out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's that's why I think with, with Deontay and, and the Ortiz fights a great example where I think I think most of us had him losing yeah comfortably yeah. in that fight mm-hmm. in the Ortiz fight mm-hmm. but he, every round yeah, yeah. I, pretty much every if not every round damn near every round yeah. yeah but again he was able to he was able to keep Ortiz honest enough and Ortiz didn't have he wasn't able to land the big enough shots to do what Fury did to Wilder mm-hmm. but he's still you go into that fight you're losing every round yeah and then boop, yeah and it's donezo
3: but, and then again, look, you when you have a situation like that, you don't learn anything. For sure. You don't change. And we mentioned that. We, we talked I, about that. Yeah, and I feel like right now yeah, is at a point where <laughs> <true>. <laughs> he has to change and then everybody, the question is,
1: can he change? Yeah. Your answer? He can change slightly, but I don't think Deontay Wilder is Deontay Wilder. Why are you looking we, at me? Because we talked about it last time. Talk with like them. Like if you're Slandilar, we're like, well, if he comes out as a power puncher, you're joking. Yeah. I don't think Deontay Wilder comes out and starts – you know, throwing jabs and having, you know, great movement, working on the inside. I think he is who he is. I think he can look at that tape of that last fight and say, okay, I can't do this again. Mm -hmm. Because as a fighter, you don't want to do that again. Mm -hmm. So it's not a matter of, like you said, with the Ortiz fight, where why would you change? Mm -hmm. You just won the fight. Who cares? Mm -hmm. Where you don't learn from it. Mm -hmm. You just got your ass kicked the last fight. Mm-hmm. I assure you, you don't want to get your ass kicked again. Mm-hmm. So at that point, maybe you look at it and you're like, okay, this went wrong. I do need to alter it. So I think he can, I think he can alter,
2: but I don't think he can change what mm-hmm. he is. Mm-hmm. And you, yeah, I think his best chance is get in the ring, go get him. Yeah. Don't sit back and wait like he did the last fight. The last his fights, yeah, that's what he does. He do he basically do what you do because yeah. I can stop you yeah. any moment. I can stop you. This guy's different. Mm-hmm. You got to go get him. So now you, instead of everybody always having to adjust to you, you have to adjust to Fury.
6: Yeah. Sir? I question just I want on a separate note, if he's ready to make the adjustment, if he's ready to do all he can, turn over every stone he can to, to, to improve his performance because when he's talking about firing Breland and he just jumps straight to the, you know, let me go out on my shield, let me go out on my shield. It's are you skipping – Everything else. Why you're on that shit. Yeah, yeah. And there's a lot
3: of emotion right there, too. I think yeah. that's probably one of the biggest things overlooked about fighters. Like, my, my dad we, we would say never interview a fighter right after the fight because that's where he's vulnerable and that's where he's very emotional and he's liable to say anything. <laughs>
1: yeah,
3: which is good for H- Adrian <laughs> Bronner interviews. You know, when he said that was when Bernard Hopkins knocked out uh, Oscar De La Hoya with the body shot. And Oscar gets on TV, he's like, he's, he's, (laughs) my dad said, why do they do this? I'm like, do what? He said, don't interview the loser after the fight. Yeah. They are liable to say anything. He said. He said. Oscar said, oh, he hit me with a body shot. I've been hit with a body shot before. It was like, oh, but he hit me with a body shot. I was like, oh. Yeah yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you're I'm liable right. to get anything from <laughs> yeah. a fighter because that's where they're, you know, their most emotional and, you know, at their most, uh, you know, vulnerable state. For sure.
6: He just got me in the right spot. What can I say? Yeah. yeah, I yeah there, you go. I I would, there you go. I would but,
1: love to see Deontay as a competitor get to that point. Yeah. Like you said, I don't know if he's at that point to turn over the stones. I hope Deontay is competitive enough and driven enough where he's like, okay, I need to, I, this isn't a matter of, eh, you know, if I lose again, it is what it is. I could, I could go another. I route. already been champ. I made a yeah. lot of money.
6: I, I'm, Forget what all these people. I'm think. good. I hope yeah.
1: personally, that can't do that. Has, if you want I to win, not complacent. Right? And like, I hope he puts in the work. and comes there. I don't think he's there. I think there.
2: he comes into the ring, come in the ring like Mike Tyson. With a T-shirt on, yeah. coming the ring with a Mike Mike Tyson, go for the kill immediately. It's
6: That's probably you. his best chance. Yeah,
2: man. but Mike's
1: footwork it's,
6: was crazy,
2: so I feel like I'm talking about a T-shirt. No, I'm talking about you said I, like keep, Mike come keep, at him, keep, keep it light. Yeah,
1: you okay. know that, or yeah. go back to I, that
6: first Stavern fight and take a look at some of the things I am capable yeah. of. Yeah, you know I can't. You know what? Oh, go ahead. Yes, teacher. When you're fighting Stavern, is different than fighting Tyson. No, here.
3: listen, yeah. wait, that was his first time seeing somebody take a one-two and that that was his that was his reaction to somebody taking his power okay i'm not going to knock him out he didn't he didn't continue to work and try to knock out Steverne he sat back and started to use his jab and, and keep him at bay and then we're, I guess we're all thinking Deontay Wilder's starting to learn how to box a little bit yeah. which is I mean obviously I mean I said it too and everybody said it but in hindsight that was his first time getting in the ring with somebody who could handle his power and that was what his mind told him to, to do and he ended up in a lot of ways coasting the fight, yeah. and then people are saying, Oh, he made it through the fight. He made it first. Person oh, I remember him
6: person. bombing on Steve, yeah, Stivert and he just said, taking everything. He yeah. said, I don't want to hear that,
3: you know. So, I feel I, I'm I hope he's not there where he's like, Hey, I made money, I'm, I'm good. good yeah. I hope he's at the point where he's tired of everybody questioning him, yeah, he's tired of everybody doubting him, and he's and he's tired of everybody. This is not, a big moment in his career. This is the biggest this moment the, of his career. It's, yeah.
2: honestly, it's either over or it keeps going.
1: I I
3: believe that I I, I can least, agree with at that. least
1: on the elite level. I agree. It's yeah, either, it's either you're still on the elite level or we figured out how. And again, like Sean said, Tyson Fury's a he's a one of a kind character in, in himself. <laughs> so I think in that case, it's like okay, you might be able to beat Stavern and Luis Ortiz
2: and all those guys. But do, you can't does, beat the guy. Does he guys. fight for that amount of money? Like, does he? I don't know. After you make that much money, do you go back down for and that? I don't think he goes
3: back too. down
2: though. I don't. If he gets I, I think he's, like
3: last time? Oh, oh um, my fault. Okay, okay. So, best case scenario in a loss, he goes the distance. We see some inklings, some some shadows of improvement and things like that. Mm-hmm. He moves forward. Okay, because yeah, he's yeah, a seller. Yeah. Because he's really the only American. My mind frame is he can dominated, dominated
6: again. I still want to see the Joshua fight as long as Do he, can, if he, I, oh, if he yeah. get like oh, Sean says, yeah. if he goes twelve oh, yeah. and can uh, still show he's a capable heavyweight, I still want to see it before they retire. I don't know if I question. It's myself, like when but I, was, but if he I gets dominated have. again, I Joshua beating him.
2: It, it was like when I was waiting on my man Seth Mitchell to to get. Go
3: ahead man you, you ain't him oh, oh, yeah.
2: Focus man Focus What the hell <laughs> Hey I thought somebody's trying to put the pause on <laughs> Seth Mitchell You Remember Seth Mitchell yep. right? It's yep. like when he won the title I thought he. I was like This is the guy he No fought. he never
6: won the title Oh he never got there No 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 nah, he, he, got, he got the title Top
2: 10 Top 10 oh, okay. He lost Stop. Jonathan Banks I thought this was yeah. yeah I thought this was the guy Then but Michigan State right Yeah Yeah. Michigan State Yeah I'm blown out
3: Stop there you wasn't yeah. a fan of him? No, but I, I knew that it was eventually gonna stop where it stopped. Oh, I, you did? Yeah. But yeah, well, you're yeah. a boxer.
1: Yeah. How, how did you have, before we wrap up, how did you have Joshua Fury or Joshua Wilder well, uh, before before these fights? Before,
3: yeah. Oh, I'm glad that you said it because that's where I was going. Before the rematch, I had I had Luis Ortiz and Tyson Fury. I couldn't I really couldn't decide who was number one. Okay. So number Wait, one and number Luis two. Ortiz.
1: Yeah, man, or Anthony Joshua. No, no, no. Anthony
3: yeah, Joshua's out of the We're big fans of Ortiz. Uh, Joshua. Yeah. yeah, I said. Joshua I don't know how Ortiz. old he is. Anthony Joshua is number four. Is he? He he was number four. Okay. Now Luis Ortiz is number four. Okay. Um, Luis, So here's the thing: Luis Ortiz has been knocked out too many times. True. Twice, twice as, as too many times. Especially with the, the way, way who got got you're getting strong, hit you got, with and how sure. you're going, you're going down. Yeah. Too much. Now you're you're number four. Uh, now I have Anthony Joshua at two. I have Tyson Fury clearly at number one. And I have Deontay Wilder having to prove that not only are you not number three, but you're number one.
1: Okay. What about you?
3: Before the fight? You didn't even think that I had Luis Ortiz in the picture. I
1: didn't think you thought Lu- Anthony Joshua was behind Luis Ortiz. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I didn't be behind uh,
3: Luis Ortiz. I,
1: I'm an Anthony Joshua fan. Again, go back to I like the crisp, crisp punch in from the outside. Mm-hmm. So. I thought he would be able to beat Deontay with that. Mm-hmm. Kind of the way I thought Fury beat Deontay the first fight, even though it was a draw. Mm-hmm. I thought he was able to beat him enough from the outside. I thought I thought Joshua could have done the same. I'm
3: not saying Deontay Waters anything like Mike Tyson or yeah. is Mike Tyson. Nothing like that. I'm not comparing power, nothing. Deontay Wilder had a intimidation factor a lot oh, like yeah, for Mike sure. Tyson. Yeah. And I felt like that would have worked for him in the Anthony Joshua fight. He would have respected. And I felt like yeah. that would have helped him win the fight. It's and he would have beat Anthony Joshua. I yeah, feel like that, that's gone. Do you, think,
2: do you think that's gone?
3: Yeah, I think that's
6: gone. Now. It would have made him timid enough to make the fight in Wilder's exactly. pace. Exactly. Made him timid. And, exactly. A yeah.
2: couple things. Wilder, Spence, Thurman. Do you kill a power? Do you feel like they, since because of they, their fights that they, have been going to distance, people surviving, the fear factor went away a little bit?
3: The fear factor went because away for, those guys, for Errol Spence because of me. I think that people saw- what about them? I think
2: the Mikey fight took that away.
0: Not
3: no. You. No, what? No. This guy. no. Okay, look how you trying to do Mikey. Yeah. No, I like how he's trying to do it. he's trying to yeah. hype him. Right, no, no, no hey. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, everybody knows that. But Mikey, I think, I, think Mike, I think Errol Spence in that fight, and especially not going 12 rounds too many times, I think he decided to take his foot off of the gas pedal and kind of coast through it. I think that he could have done some things and and got Mikey out of there. I think that in the fight with me, I think people saw me, I guess, quote-unquote, stand up to the boogeyman, so yeah. on and so forth. I think people say I gave a, a recipe for success against Errol Spence Jr. I don't know. There's not really too many Sean Porters out there. Yeah. Um, but I do think that that intimidation factor is gone, especially with him getting into the
2: accident. And I, yeah. So if yeah. it wasn't me, it was the accident. I'm yeah. going to pick one. And I definitely feel you and Mikey. Mikey didn't even have fear of the of the, he was there to survive after a while. Yeah, he was he surviving didn't have fear after a while. Of the power.
3: And I didn't, huh? I don't feel like he. Had, you feel I like, don't think he had fear of the power, but I think he got to a point where it became more survival, right. and he he was fearful of getting you knocked
6: think, out. Do you think you fought the exact same Spence that fought Kellbrook or or be some of this talk of him having fun? Back in Texas Or did that I know no one's ever Thought of that You know what I can't
3: can't answer that
6: Because we never up in Wade Well here's
3: the thing We never know when it's gonna When it's gonna have an effect When it's gonna catch up to you So I I, I, I can't answer that Because I
6: You know it's you So I'm watching the fight Ringside that night And I'm like Well it's all Sean But a small part of me Looked at Errol's legs. And you have to. Part of me was like, is, is a small part of this Errol too, not yeah. just Sean. Errol's not quite what he was against Kell Brook. Even you know, for the, me
3: in my mind and in preparation for the fight, understanding everything that I can do and was going to do, I also understood that Errol Spence had never been in the ring with anyone like me. And I knew that later rounds were going to be pivotal for me in the fight because those were... I I knew that I would present situations that he
2: hadn't been. And in. And I think one forty seven is tough for Earl.
3: Earl's that's it, yeah,
2: and he's gonna keep trying to do it. But when you get in fights like let's say he fights Sean again, a Thurman, that's a gonna be, a bud. That's gonna you ah, all mm-hmm. that weight loss is gonna hurt.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't think what, like those three you mentioned earlier with Thurman, uh, Wilder, and, and Spence. Yeah. I don't I th- I think Earl's different than them because I don't think Earl. Errol didn't have like this mythical power. Yeah. Oh, I think Errol was like. No, hey, he, mother, he was starting yeah, to people get it, scared of him. No, it. no, I, I don't, I'm not saying they're not scared of him. I think they're scared of him because he's a great boxer and has good power. But like Keith, Wilder, Triple G, those guys, people were like, they can knock you out in an instant. Yeah. Errol didn't really have that. Yeah. Errol to me was just, yeah. He's just a super, super good boxer that has power as well. Mm-hmm. I guess is the is where I would differ. Why do you put Giotto's? so many supers on it? What so, Errol? Like, he so ain't super real super.
2: Friend. He never gave Sean oh, a super. And then listen from, to this. Never gave me a super.
3: From <laughs> the moment
6: he gave Floyd that black eye, he was the me. boogeyman huh? up until oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know the fight with you. Yeah. Now he's just another really good fighter. Yeah, yeah. I think still, I
1: think he's still I think he's still up there. Not the boogeyman, but I
2: think he's. Still, oh, he, yeah, he definitely a good I fighter. Number, I can't. The number one. Walker. I don't give people credit for almost losing. You yeah. did your job. Sean actually has a—he might have the
1: master's degree in almost winning big fights. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, no, no, no. I ain't talking about almost. Mm-hmm. I'm, talking about, I'm talking about almost winning. That was a compliment, kind of. Mm-hmm. No, like, backhanded, but it was kind of a compliment.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I thought it was
3: nice. And with that said, y'all. Have
6: a good day. <laughs> <laughs> and if you get a Tass chance, Tanscroft Crawford's the boogeyman. <laughs> make
3: it the port away. Glad y'all were here uh, to enjoy this. Stay tuned. It's gonna be more.
6: Hit the subscribe
3: button. I think we need some subscribers. Yeah, yeah subscribers, man, come on, likes, subscribe, man. Ra- ratings. Some
2: love. All love it, all of it. Give, give us a thousand subscribers. i have Sean do something crazy. God bless y'all. <laughs> <laughs>